0: Hey, what is up, welcome to episode 315 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host, Brian LaFermento. This is a Strategy Wednesday episode where we are going to talk about the number one biggest mistake that newer entrepreneurs make on sales calls and the easy way to avoid that mistake. I'm so excited about this one, let's dive in. is going to benefit you at whatever point In your entrepreneurial journey, you are because quite frankly, this is the key to actually making money when it comes to your sales calls. And I see so many people messing this one thing up and that's why I am dedicating an entire Strategy Wednesday episode just to this one very simple concept that I hope you take to heart and you commit to before each and every potential sales call that you have. Now, first things first, I want to talk about what is a sales call? A sales call is any phone call, literally any phone call where you are talking to somebody who you could serve, who you are able to serve, who your business aims to serve, and who would benefit from your products or services. I don't care what the topic of the call is. I don't care what the nature of the call is. I don't care how you met each other. If you are on the phone with them, that is a sales call, and it is a sales call, and I've talked about this a million times before on this podcast, is that to sell is to serve. If you're able to help that person on the other side of the phone, it is your obligation, it is your duty as an entrepreneur to sell to them. Because here's the thing. Most people will never take action. Most people will never get results. The only reason why you are an entrepreneur, the only reason why we have products and services is to serve people, is to help people. And so if you're serious about helping people and if your product or service really does that, then it is your obligation to sell it to them. If your product or service helps them and you decide, oh, I'm not gonna sell it to them, What are you doing? You are doing them a massive disservice. And that's why I genuinely, genuinely believe that to sell is to serve. So that's why anytime you're talking to somebody who you could help, that's a sales call because you should be selling to them. Now, there are a lot of different ways to have sales calls. There are a lot of different ways to attract people to get onto sales calls with you. Those are all topics for a different day, and in fact, many of those topics I've covered on podcast episodes before. In fact, in one episode, I've even given you my entire sales phone script, literally question for question, word for word. If you wanna go listen to that, head on over to the Wantrepreneurshow.com and just search phone script. So that is at thewantrepreneurshow.com. But today, it's gonna be very simple. This is a strategy that will benefit every single person listening to this episode, and it is how to never commit the biggest mistake that newer entrepreneurs always commit when it comes to sales calls. And that is not closing the sale. And I'm gonna make it even simpler than that. That is not asking for money. It is the number one mistake that I see entrepreneurs making on sales calls, is that every single time you find yourself on a sales call, if it's a good fit, that's the only disclaimer I'd put here, if it's a good fit, which means if they're able to buy from you, if your product or service will genuinely help them, those are the huge disclaimers. So if it's a good fit, do not, Do not, I cannot reiterate this one thing enough, do not hang up the phone without asking for the money. Go get that money. Your sales call, that is the only indicator of a successful sales call. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, and you might be thinking, well, Brian, that's common sense, but I'm gonna tell you what I have seen at least, I don't know, 500 times by now, is when entrepreneurs get on the phone and they get on there and they view it as kind of a discovery call. And they're just like, you know what? I'm gonna hear the person out. I'm gonna get to know their problems. I'm gonna get to know their desires. And afterwards, I'll see if it's a good fit. No, once you let them hang up the phone, it is too late. Does it mean you'll never close them? No, but it means that you are missing the number one opportunity you have to close them. It's kind of like that phrase, strike while the iron's hot. I don't care about your discovery call. Do your discovery for sure. See if it's a good fit. That should be a part of every successful sales call. But from there, ask for the close. Ask for the money. Be ready to get paid. Now, there are so many excuses you might have for not doing this. You might be thinking, well, Brian, what if I need to go back and think about it and analyze their situation, blah, blah, You should know your product or service well enough and you should understand your ideal customers well enough that you can do that over the course of your phone call. You should not need to go do your homework. What are you going to do anyways? You're going to sit there with a notebook and write some notes about that person or you're just going to type some things up. You know if it's the right fit or not. Ask them for the close. Strike while the iron's hot. When you're talking to them, when you're telling them how you can serve them, that is the right time to close them. Ask for that money. Anyone who's joined any of my most intimate programs, whether it's my retreats or my entrepreneur-to-entrepreneur entrepreneur sprint every single year, they know one thing, and you can ask any of those students, they'll tell you. I do not hang up the phone without getting their 16 digits. I am ready on any sales call that I'm on to get their 16 digits, their credit card number, and charge their card right through because that's when they're at their most excited. That's when they're at their most excited likely opportunity or their most likely chance to say yes, I do want to do this. Because the problem is is as soon as you let them hang up the phone without getting that money, they will rationalize and justify all of the reasons why they shouldn't work with you. And it may or may not have anything to do with you. We as humans, we don't like to spend money. We don't like to always spend money on new things. But in the heat of your phone call, it's not about spending money. In the heat of your phone call, it's about getting them those results. And while you're on that phone call, they are most excited about getting those results. Whereas when you hang up with the fo- on the phone, then they're not focused on that result as much anymore because they're they're not talking about it out loud with you. Instead, they're thinking. My gosh, how much is this going to cost me? My gosh, should I do this? Is this the right time? I've got these expenses coming up and, you know, it's this time of year and Christmas gifts are coming up. They will justify all the reasons why they shouldn't spend that money with you. So it is so important. Get in that habit of going into your phone call saying, you know what, I'm going to pitch to them if it's a good fit and when I do pitch to them, I am going to ask them to commit because to sell is to serve. And if this person is serious about getting results, then I want them to make a decision to start getting those results because I know full well that if I don't get them to make that decision, they will continue this vicious cycle of always procrastinating, always delaying, always deferring, always taking the safe route, and they will never actually change their lives. Because let's face it, your product or service should change their life in some way. So I'm sure, I mean, I'm just thinking about what would happen if I was on the other side of listening to this podcast episode coming through the speakers And I do know that, I mean, I hear it firsthand from my own students and from entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that I meet out and about in the world everywhere, every single day, all the reasons why you can't ask for the money on the phone. And here's the important thing to remember is because because the iron is hottest while you're on the phone with your prospects. It doesn't mean you need to, let's say you sell a $15,000 website. Let's use that as an example. That's what I was selling back in 2013. Our, our projects were anyone, anywhere from 5K to $18,000 for WordPress websites is what we were doing when I was running my marketing agency. And were we asking people, Hey, give me your credit card info for an $18,000 website? No, we weren't doing that. But what we were asking for on these sales calls is, Hey, if you're in, like, we can tell you right now, we're gonna send you a full proposal, it's gonna include everything, it's gonna have all the prices, the project timeline, literally everything, but we'd love to get started with you. And if you give us a $500 deposit right now, we'll take $1,000 off the price. And our prices range anywhere from 5K to 10K, but we'll send you an entire pro- project proposal, and if you put $500 down right now, we'll take $1,000 off the price. You could do something like that. It increases urgency it applies urgency to get them to decide it locks the project in i want to talk about that for a second actually let's talk about locking the project in when you're on these phone calls people will not always be readily willing to just give you the full amount right then right there on the phone and so One of the most powerful tools that I've had in my arsenal on these sales calls for a few years now is to always think, you know what, if I can just get them to commit today, after that, they can figure out what level of commitment they're comfortable with. But the yes or no question that I want them to answer right here, right now is, do you want to move forward, yes or no? And if that answer is yes, give me any amount of money. If it's a $997 course that I'm selling, for example, just give me a 100 bucks right now. We'll figure out the payment plan. We'll figure out the rest, but take this step. Take this step for yourself so you start taking action, so you start getting results. Because after that, they don't hang up the phone justifying all of the reasons why they shouldn't work with you. Because at that point, they've agreed to work with you. And then the justification simply becomes, okay, how am I gonna make this work? But they've already committed. Again, it goes back to striking while the iron's hot. It's kind of like I have a, a bunch of friends from high school who ended up going into car sales. And I love that because they're some of the, the salesiest dudes that I've ever met in my life. I have never had any formal sales training of my own other than actually doing it. And so I love asking my friends who went into car sales because to me, it's just, it's the most cliche thing in the world like a used car salesman. So I always ask them, hey, what do your bosses tell you? Like, what do they tell people who sell used cars? And some of those guys have told me, I've, I've heard this multiple times, so I'm sure it's something that's just said within the, the car industry, is never let them walk off the lot. The second you let someone walk off the lot, that sale is gone. Just think about it. If you and I were going looking for cars, we went to a used car lot and we walked there and the salesperson was trying to talk to us and we were like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll come back. Yeah, we're gonna think about it. You and I both know exactly what that means. You're never gonna hear from me again. It's exactly what that means. So the same is true of you in your business. And again, it comes with that big disclaimer. If it's a good fit, go for the close. Go for the close. Do not walk into that phone call thinking, okay, this is going to be cool. I'm going to see if they're a good fit. Afterwards, I'm going to send them a proposal, a detailed proposal. No, pitch to them. Walk them through exactly how you're going to deliver results and get them to say yes. That's it. It's so simple, yet for so many entrepreneurs, it's very difficult to do. And the only way to get better at it, by the way, is to actually just go out and do it. It's gonna be awkward your first few times. It is for every single one of us. So just go out there, have those conversations. If they say no, who cares? Go do it again. You'll get better every single time. That's it for me in today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And more importantly, even if you didn't enjoy it, I hope you take it to heart and I hope you start using it in your business. I'll see you again. As always, I love this. It's my favorite thing in the world, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, here on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. All right, so it is official that I will be hosting my 2020 planning office hours. It's gonna be a chance for you to come, hang out with me live on video and other members of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur community. And I'm gonna show you in real time how I plan out the next 12 months of my business. I am planning for a record-breaking year in 2020 and I want you to see exactly how I plan for my own business. And the cool thing is it's actually a framework that I came up with that you can copy in your own business. So I'm gonna show you the five documents that I use every single year to plan out my entire business, all my marketing activities, my products and services, exactly how I'm going to get going to get more customers and clients. I'm so excited about it. You can even hear it just in me stumbling over this. So without further ado, I'm not gonna say anything else. Just go to joinofficehours.com. That's joinofficehours.com. Completely free, no catches. Come hang out with me. I'd love to meet you at joinofficehours.com. See you there.